0: It's the Locked On P- Coyotes Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast. Now with your host Rob Leon, you here on this wonderful Monday, May 10th, as we get ready to wrap up the Arizona and the Coyotes season. Final game was on uh, Saturday with a uh, overtime win over the San Jose Sharks. We'll talk about that as well as the uh, the other five, to two win on Friday. Uh, talk about the rest of the season, wrap everything up from the season, as well as bring up the breaking news over the weekend, in which the Arizona Coyotes decided to part ways with head coach Rick Tockett. All that coming up on today's show of Locked on Coyotes. But first, I'm going to let you guys know that today's show is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCK15 for 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Let's go ahead and get this show started uh, by talking about the news that happened uh, the other morning, just Sunday morning, um, in case you all missed it, having uh, breakfast with your your moms out there on, on Mother's Day, speaking of which, all the moms that are listening to this, hope you guys all had a good Mother's Day, but if you missed it, head coach Rick Tockett was officially let go as head coach of the Arizona Coyotes after four seasons. He uh, had a uh, meeting with general uh, manager Bill Armstrong uh, that day, and um, he well decided that uh, the uh, you know change that, that change was was good, needed to be made, and uh, you know obviously um, you know Rick Tockett, in the four seasons that he uh, led the Coyotes, um, helped them to barely make the playoffs last year. Uh, they were uh, made it into the uh, the play-in bubble before, part of the bubble before, uh, play, uh, getting a chance to play against the Colorado Avalanche in the official first round. Before being, you know, severely embarrassed and ousted. Then, a lot of you guys who have been listening to this season. Um, with alongside you know me and uh, and uh, Carl Pavlik of FiveFourHunting.com, know that uh, we kind of had this discussion of whether or not Rick Tocchet was going to be fit to continue coaching the Arizona Coyotes moving forward. Um, you know, citing a lot of inconsistencies from this team just this season alone, and you know, even looking back to some of the previous seasons, a lot of mismanagement of players. Et cetera, et cetera. Um, not the biggest surprise to uh, you know the guys here at locked on Coyotes and Pf for Howling um, and started just you know, in the very little bit of speculation, see who might be uh a good candidate to replace rick tockett as the next head coach of the arizona coyotes now there's a lot of candidates that you can go that you can go on you can obviously choose a well-seasoned um nhl coach um as well as or you can or you can go and you know promote an assistant which is what some people or might be calling for in, in in some cases we can get to that as well um but um before we get to that, I do going to kind of go back to some of the citations that I made. You know, you know, especially player management. I think that was kind of the most frustrating part for the Arizona Coyotes this season. Uh, especially, I a put it this way. Especially with the goaltending situation. And I said at the beginning of the season, even before the season started, that the um, looking at the official opening day roster, where the Arizona Coyotes could have easily, you know utilize the three-headed monster the goalie trifecta of really dominating the nhl with the you know with some of the best goaltending we'd ever see in and um in darcy kemper of course and and uh anti ranta who we found out was severely injury prone which is why you'd use the third goaltender uh quite often in aiden hill and i think uh they'd didn't do that this last season and as as we all saw and he so said that's what caused the Arizona Coyotes to kind of you know stagnate a couple times you know injuries led to um Some goaltenders to go through long stretches. You'd have, you know, Darcy Kemper go through five or six straights in a row and he'd get injured, and then Antti Ranta would go five or six straights in a row and he'd get injured, and then Aiden Hill, because both Kemper and Ranta get injured, goes and plays ten straight games after kind of not really playing that much earlier in the season because he was kind of sitting behind... You know, Kemper and Ranta for the longest time, and Aiden Hale played. You know, he played. He played, uh, he, played gallantly. he played. He had quite the good um, good opportunities. But even then, he after ten straight games, and Kemper and Ranta were still injured. You know, you they decided to say, you know what? At least at that point, after after the ten straight games, decided, you know what? It's time to give Ivan Prosvetov the chance, who was backing up Aiden Hale during the time of Kemper and Ranta's injury. Um, this could have easily been avoided, and I'm pretty sure you have probably heard heard us talk about this in previous episodes before. This could have easily been avoided with the right player management, with the right way of working through. Not again, okay, like not just the tandem, but the trifecta, because those three goaltenders could have easily done some really, really good damage in the NHL and really and done a really good job. And if we watched the first half of the season, that kind of you know could have shown some some promise, especially especially with how you know some of these players were playing for the Arizona Coyotes. Um, especially Connor Garland and Jacob Chikrin, and um, and uh, Christian Dvorak, uh, they were all pretty impressive throughout most of the season. You know, I, I would say, uh, you know, uh, Dvorak was a little bit more quiet towards the second half of the season. Connor Garland had a, you know about two, three weeks off of injury. Um, Jacob Chikrin um you know you know put himself in uh in in the uh in the norris trophy norris trophy uh you know hat conversation because you know what he uh you know leading the n h l de- uh defenseman in uh, in goals in the season you know that that will easily put your name up on the top of the list um, so uh but you know, the fact that, you know, not, not just goalies, but other, you know, seeing lines get shuffled and, you know, seeing where they go, um, just the poor management in, in, in Wiz, just kind of, I guess, it, it frustrated some people, and I saw a lot of fans get really frustrated about that, and it gets more of and beyond the fans, you're just reading, you know, trying to read beyond the lines, and you're, you know, really scratching your head on some decisions being made, why X player started over this person, and or, you know, pairing this person next to this person. And it goes, obviously, but, you know, beyond what Rick Tocket did um, be, regarding that. But, uh, you know, that that definitely played a factor. And, uh, obviously, that showed that played a factor in the, into the inconsistencies that we saw with the Arizona Coyotes. And that led to a, you know, obviously, ultimately, the Coyotes missing the playoffs and thus, um, you know, a uh, decision being made for the uh, Coyotes to Move on from the um, from having Rick Tackett as head coach. Um, and uh, before we move on to the next segment, I do want to go ahead and address uh, maybe. Well, actually, you no. Know, we'll we'll talk about uh, maybe potential candidates in the next segment. Actually, yeah, we'll do that. We'll talk about potential candidates in the next segment of the podcast. Um, we'll do that in just a moment, actually. But first, I want to talk to you guys about our friends at Wealthfront. Investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy and they have the right tools for every portfolio. Wealthfront. Wealthfront can create a portfolio gl- with a globally diversified, low-cost index fund personalized just for you in minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on the preferences you control. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to wealthfront.com. On Once again, you can go to wealthfront. W E A L T H F R O N T dot com slash lockdown NHL to uh, start growing your savings and get that five the first five thousand dollars managed for free. Once again, wealthfront.com slash locked NHL and get started today. All right, now it's time, guys, here on once again, welcome back to Lockdown Coyotes. Uh, in case you uh, you missed it, once again I'm Rob Bigno, um, and the uh, or in case you've been tuned out for the last eight minutes or so, the Arizona Coyotes uh, have officially announced that they will parting ways with head coach Rick Tockett, whose contract expires in at the you know on June thirtieth. Um, so now um, after discussing you know some of the things that went wrong during Tackett's tenure, especially during this last year. Uh, in this shortened 56-game season, which concluded on Saturday with a uh, uh, win over the San Jose Sharks, uh, it is now time to take a look at who might be some potential replacements for Rick Tocchet uh, as uh, the Coyotes are beginning an immediate search for their next head coach. A lot of this, a lot of names have been popped up. Um, over the um, just the last several hours, really, last 24 hours, on who might be the, ne- who the next guy, and not even more of a ne- it even goes further back. Who might be a good um, coach has been, you know, discussed, I guess, for a couple of weeks, depending on who you ask. And, you know, maybe you're maybe some pessimists who may- might have thought that the Greg uh, Tuckett was gone weeks ago but um, now that it's officially here here are some official head coaches who um, might be um, available and might be able to make a jump to sign with the uh, Arizona Coyotes to be their next coach the first of which um, you might probably already know this one and might be a, a really good choice for Arizona and it's just And uh, to me, quite surprised that he hasn't found a place yet, maybe waiting on Seattle, but maybe waiting for Arizona. Who knows? And uh, if you're wondering who that is, you probably already know who I'm talking about, and that is Gerard Gallant. All of us know, or maybe a lot of you guys should know, that um, uh, Gerard Gallant was the very first coach of the Las Vegas Golden Knights who uh, took them to the Santa Cup Final in their first year. And really, you know, he, obviously, you know, the Vegas Golden Knights built a really good team, um, you know, helped with their general manager, George McPhee, at the time. Uh, built a really good team, but under Gallant, they not only went to the Cup Final that first year, but also um, went to, uh, went, made it to the playoffs again the very next year after that. And continued to you know have a good season i think um you know he yeah he, he built a good team in vegas and it really shows um what kind of uh you know, coach he is um before vegas he would, all of you guys probably knew he was the coach of the uh, florida panthers uh, a lot of things you can look at it that way that was that, that was a whole different kind of uh Ordeal over there But uh, obviously you, s- you see what Gallant is capable of A lot of people have a lot of high praise For Gallant um, And I think that he is a uh, He would be a phenomenal first choice If the Coyotes can uh, Convince him to sign in Arizona uh, With the talent that Arizona has You know, especially the young talent The guys I mentioned And Connor Garland and Christian Dvorak And, you know, Jacob Chikoran And such um, that the uh, you know they uh, Gallant can really help them grow, and I think the kairos could be a really good team if they're able to get the um, Gerard Gallant uh, once again to uh, to sign with um, with Arizona, uh, and obviously you heard me say before I mentioned Gallant's name is. Uh, the Seattle Kraken, the new NHL team coming to Seattle, who's uh, officially now a team, um, might be the team to get Gallant instead. Obviously, you know, it shows that he was there. <laughs> uh, maybe that's what he's waiting for, to sign up for another expansion team and lead them to another playoff run, if that's at all possible, to see expansion teams just become that good that fast. Uh, so that's one thing that we would have to see in that case. Um a couple other names that have come up again, once again, for replacements for Rick Tockett as the next head coach of the Arizona Coyotes uh, would be uh, would be Claude Julien, um, who uh, you know he was yeah he, he's been he's been um, uh, around the block a little bit. He's uh, was the coach for several different uh, you know teams. Um, he was he uh, he helped out um, well. He well, so let's put it this way: He got the Jack Adams in two thousand nine. He won the he won the Stanley Cup in two thousand eleven. You know, with the Boston Bruins, um, he's uh, you know he's he's been around again. Like I said, he's been around the block. He just hasn't been in a uh, coaching position in quite a bit since his uh, his last firing. Um, so I it'll, it'll be interesting to see where he goes from uh, from there. Um, and uh, yeah it will be it'll be really interesting to see uh, who goes from that case I do not think that um, like I mean those are two two uh, coaches who could easily be on the top of the list um, but now I'm gonna go ahead and bring up a uh, a coach name that has not been on very many of these lists and has been um, tossed around just within this podcast, and that is uh, the uh, assistant coach, Jay Verde. Um, Jay Verde was the head coach of the Tucson Roadrunners for their third and fourth seasons before getting called up to be an assistant um, to help out with the Coyotes uh, just this season uh, to help mainly really to develop, I, I believe, uh, didn't really have his role explicitly lined out by Jerry Verity probably helping out a lot of the taxi squad and a lot with the the younger guys, you know, you're you know, the people who get called up like the Michael Buntings from Tucson and it, you know, most of the people that get called up from Tucson, most of those young guys. Um and look how impressive that they uh that they ended up becoming. you know, and again you said Michael Bunting, you had himself one hell of a season after just getting called up late in the se- late in the NHL season and you know, you know, com- you know, coming out to play, and, just, and you know, a full season of him with a good coach like a Jay Verde could really do some work. And then, you know, seeing some of the other guys get called up and getting first first NHL goals, obviously, um, most of the most of those players that got their first NHL goals were over this last week, and you know, just the last bit after already being eliminated in the last couple games against the San Jose Sharks. But hey, you know what, seeing what some of these guys are capable of, and just even beyond that, you know, um, I think who are some of the play- other players that got called up, like Lane Peterson, um, Jan Yannick, Victor Soderstrom, all these guys, of course, were Tucson Roadrunners players, um, and you're obviously, you know, I do have a, um, a bias for Tucson, you know, i as a, as somebody who's been covering the Tucson Runners for you know about four or five years now, so I mean you know I, you can't you can't blame me for you know having some a little bit of bias towards that case. But Jay Verde is you no know, he's he helped develop a lot of these guys. A lot of the guys who are gonna be playing on the Coyotes next year, Jay Verde helped coach in Tucson. He helped develop the men in Tucson, and you know. Uh, will it take a while for him to adjust to the head coaching game in the NHL? Maybe, but he's had a lot of head coaching experience elsewhere. He coached in the uh, in the OHL for quite some time. When he was there, he was the uh, uh, the coach of the uh, the Kingston Frontenacs. Uh, before that, he uh, coached the Sioux City Musketeers for the USHL. Uh, so he's, like I said, he's been around the block of being a head coach for. You know, for lower-level programs, like I said, so the USHL, OHL, um, and, and of course, the American Hockey League with the Tucson Roadrunners. So, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, I'll I'll put it this way. Like, would it surprise me? Kind of. But would Verde... Would I like that as a pick? Yeah. I would like it as a pick. Obviously, like I said, there are more seasoned head coaches out there that maybe Verude can still season a little bit himself more as an as an assistant or as an associate underneath one of those seasoned coaches who might be available. Um, you know, you know, have him have him coach under Joe um, Arco for a little bit or, or Claude Julien for a little bit. That would be a really interesting opportunity. Uh, but again, Jerry Verde would be a pretty good pick. Um, and I wouldn't complain one bit if he were named as the next head coach of the Tucson Roadrunners. If the... Or, sorry, the next head coach of the Arizona Coyotes. I'm thinking backwards here. Um, he was already then that. But the... Um, especially seeing how how well he, again, developed Tucson. But in any case, though, I, I also want to hear from you. Who do you want to see as potentially as the next head coach of the Arizona Coyotes? Who might be who do you want to be uh, the next man up and uh, maybe lead this team to a potential playoff position? obviously that is a that's a whole completely different question. but um, just in general, uh, who would you like to see just yeah th- th- just answer that question for me and I'll have a poll out by the time this podcast gets released. Who would you like to see as the next head coach of the Arizona Coyotes? Let us know once again. That will be at that uh, question will be placed on our Twitter account at l o underscore coyotes. Coming up, we'll get some final thoughts of the Arizona, Coy- Arizona Coyotes season. Once again, as they wrap up the uh, the season after two wins against the San Jose Sharks, but still not good enough to make the Stanley Cup playoffs for this season. We're going to be doing once again all that wrap up coming up in just a sec. But first, once again, a quick reminder to you guys about Built Bar, the most amazing protein bar in the land, with uh, so many different flavors around that that come around the block. That it's it's it's, it's amazing. You know, it's uh, you know the mint brownie and the uh, double chocolate. There's so many different flavors that come from them. Plus, once again, they are absolutely healthy to eat. It is it is a protein bar, but it doesn't taste like it. It tastes like a candy bar. It, them being covered in hundred percent chocolate, absolutely delicious. Go to builtbar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15, LOCKED fifteen L O C K E D fifteen and get fifteen percent off your next order. Once again, LOCKED fifteen for fifteen percent off at builtbar.com. And another quick reminder to you guys that. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball is now in full swing, and you can track all the action at BetOnline.ag. Uh, so once again, I know this week has uh, quite a bit coming up. The, um, this coming up week, uh, some of the NHL teams are wrapping up their seasons as you know, we had a bit of the extension. Some of the rescheduling is going on. Um, Arizona Coyotes are done, though. Um, but... That means the playoffs are just around the corner. You can get all the news and info you need, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC and MMA action. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get in on the te- on the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website, use your mobile device to sign up for your free account, and use your promo code LOCKDOWN for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. As we get ready to wrap things up here on this episode of Locked On Coyotes, I think the only things I just need to tell you, for at least for this this episode, is to stay tuned all week long. We're going to be having episodes coming out once again every day as we bring in guests from uh, you know around the valley, around around the area, people who can talk about the coyote season. You know, as we get ready. To uh, we'll at least just focus on other things. will. We'll, we'll, are we asking any of our guests, you know, who they think, uh, who, who uh, might be on top of the names of their list for the next head coach of the Arizona Coyotes, uh, as well as you know not just that, but you know, wrapping up any other thoughts they have of the Arizona Coyote season, thoughts that they liked, thoughts uh, other thoughts that they didn't, um, players that they liked, players that they thought could have been better, all that. Will be coming up this week on the Lockdown Coyotes podcast. Once again, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Your team every day. That will do it for today's episode of Lockdown Coyotes. Hope you guys enjoyed what you heard today. If you like what you heard, then please don't forget to subscribe. We are available everywhere you get your podcast. It also helps you find out when our next episodes will drop. So be, once again, be sure to subscribe if you have yet already. Uh, once again, also, uh, be sure to interact with us on social media. We are at RobLeonio1, my Twitter account, my personal Twitter account, or at LO underscore Coyotes. That is the, t- the the podcast show Twitter account. You can interact with both accounts, direct message, uh, send us anything you'd like, and uh, maybe a question you have. Maybe some thoughts you have of the of the season we can share some of those thoughts on a future episode of the Lockdown Coyotes Podcast. Thanks again everyone for listening to today's episode. Hope you guys are staying safe out there, hope you guys stay healthy and don't forget to howl on.